is Girl Same with your host, Brittany. Girl, 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 girl same. Hi guys, welcome back to Girl Same, our girls night podcast. I'm your host, Brittany, and I am here with Marissa. And before we get into anything, we are going to be talking about how we got to be on Good Morning Freaking America. That's- <laughs> blows my mind it still blows my mind it really really does um so we are going to get into to that and kind of explain um how that came up and um our experience with it because it was pretty pretty cool and new to us and then we're going to get into talking about uh the need for a village so the mom that we helped with good morning america um we helped her with hot mess express and she had mentioned on Good Morning America, when when we surprised her that uh, she did not have a village, and this this is her village. We we are now her village, and that is what we hope to do with Hot Mess Express. And yeah. so we're going to talk about that and, and why it's so important. But first, Good Morning America. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> and let me tell you one surprising thing: is I was not nervous at all, which is so odd because I that thought is, I was. I am be- shocked like debilitated I thought you from were too. The, my nerves I did too <laughs> we fine. both had fears <laughs> it was but no it was it you was really weird. did you didn't have a lot of um that I saw anyway like a lot of anxiety or no. I mean you just didn't seem freaked out that you were going to be live on national television at all I was standing I was next to someone who was on the phone with Gail King and I was like yeah that's fine she can hear me talking and it's just no big deal. <laughs> totally, totally fine. Which tells me that I should be a movie star. So that's what I'm going to be working on next. Apparently that's, that's... my calling. <laughs> <laughs> One live segment <laughs> on Good Morning America and uh, Marissa, she sees a whole new life. Where's my Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my Oscar? <laughs> What is it, Oscar Emmy? I don't know. I don't. I don't Whichever like. one you deserve them all. Such a performance. All. Such a performance. Yeah. <laughs> Such a performance. <laughs> uh, so we thought it would be kind of cool. We've never had any sort of experience like this before, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. There was a lot to it that we were surprised by. Um, and it was just a fun process. So I thought for tonight, we can kind of talk about it. And we'll share how it went. We can talk about um, the lady that we helped and uh, how it all came about. Essentially, what happened was we got reached out to uh, from Good Morning America because we had a video go viral for Hot Mess Express. If you are new around here, Hot Mess Express, it is a nonprofit that we run Uh and we help uh, women in our community. We help them clean and organize and just kind of offer them a fresh start. We try and help the um, the women or the mothers who are just feeling overwhelmed by the state of their home. And we just try and be like that village that everyone always says that we need. Uh, but very few of us actually have. And right. so we posted a video. It went viral. And then uh, Good Morning America reached out to us. And it seemed like an obvious yes. Yeah, there was no way we were saying no to that. <laughs> Who says no to live TV? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, at first, it, it definitely was kind of going towards a very live, very live segment. Like, surprise, we're here. You didn't know yeah. we were coming. Cameras in your face first thing in the morning. That's kind of how they envisioned visioned it. And um, we, we had a 
we had to pull we had to pull that in a little yeah I, there's just no way i mean if somebody shows up at my house if i open the door at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> the cameras <laughs> right. i'm dying on the spot you don't you can't see me like that i, like, I, can't, I can't imagine the the time of day any time of day don't do that to me to be clear i don't care what time it is don't do yeah. that but right. specifically in the morning, I feel I look my worst and uh, <laughs> I'm least prepared for company. <laughs> and exactly. So I just, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't the vibe. That wasn't, that's not who we are. We, we can't do Could that you? to someone. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine you open, you open the door, your teeth are not brushed. You don't have a bra on, probably not wearing pants. Your no hair. shoes. Your hair, my hair. Oh, oh God. the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that. And there's a live, you're on Good Morning America. I would immediately shut the door. No, no, I'm not. No, no I'm, I'm not. not. You are. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that we made that decision. A hundred percent. So we had to get there at five. We had to get there at 530 in the morning. We mm-hmm. met. We What we do for missions is we usually meet somewhere else outside of the house and so we did the same thing we normally do we met we carpooled we got there like a quarter to six it was Mm -hmm. pitch black yeah it was like still nighttime outside it was freezing so cold (laughs) so cold so so freaking cold (laughs) and what they had us do because we were like how like we must every single person there was like explain this to me how is that mom not gonna know that what uh there's probably in total 15 to 17 people out front just like right on her lawn literally spotlights and cameras Big i know spotlights. And, <laughs> and the and the producer that we were working with was uh, kept assuring us we had told her husband just to keep her away from the windows and things like that and i just kept telling people <laughs> If there, there's no way I would not look out a window, especially if my husband told me I couldn't, I know. you know, that's I mean, the giveaway. <laughs> yes. Now I gotta see. And I, you know, I guess my house is, is different. I raise a different breed because this mom that we were helping has three children. One was an infant, but two boys and yeah. my children know anytime, anybody, anything is on our lawn. They're yeah. always watching for cars coming. They, they're always, and then we have dogs. So the dogs between that, I always know, I know exactly what is happening on my lawn at every given time. And this mama had a dog too. So I, it, yeah, it makes no sense. Cause my dog goes crazy. If you even think about driving past my neighborhood, I know. And he is, he's, he's alerting us. He's letting us know. And I cannot express, we were the entire time we did, um, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but like when they would kind of pan to us and we'd wave and like up oh, like the teasers. Yes, the teasers. <laughs> All of that was literally feet, just a few feet from their front door. Like yeah. we were right up, up in there. And it was really weird because the neighborhood's pitch black except for mm-hmm. the glow emulating <laughs> from her front <laughs> from yard. <the> <laughs> and then people are driving, they're coming and going and I, I like, I specifically paid attention because I'm telling you, I would stop. I'm a nosy. I would want to know what is happening. People barely even glanced. And another thing, well, the school bus, the school bus was not appreciative of us. No. Uh, you remember that <laughs> where we parked too close, I guess, to the curb and the school bus could not turn. And it was just like, ah, ah at six, ah. like and 15, like, <laughs> this is a surprise. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. But also another thing that someone pointed out was that her ring alarm kept going off. You could see her ring alarm yes. kept lighting up. And so I'm like, did he turn the notifications off on her phone? Because I get notified on mine if so my alarm goes off. Do you think uh, you think she looked at that? Like she had, I would have watched it the second we left the ring oh, camera. yeah. I would have Right? Because yeah. then she mm-hmm. has on her camera them setting up and our getting us getting there and all the teasers. That's so cool. It is yeah. really cool. I didn't even think about that, but that is really cool. Yeah, I would have to save those videos. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. We should ask her to send us copy. <laughs> I don't I would know. Be I watched so our teasers. I'm good with seeing myself yeah. on camera for a while. <laughs> you had your fill. <laughs> I've had my fill. <laughs> okay, so the mom that we ended up helping, her name was Mariah or is Mariah. Yeah. And uh, her <laughs> husband was in on it. So GMA yeah. reached out to him. He was, uh, I don't, I'm not sure. Do you remember? Did she nominate herself or did he nominate her? She nominated herself. Okay. So she had I'm not nom- sure how GMA got in touch with him. I don't either. I'm not sure how they do that. Um, but she had nominated herself for our help and they got in contact with her husband. And what they set it up as is that they were coming to interview her to talk about like what it would mean to her to be chosen, you know, to be helped by Hot Mess Express. And um, so she knew that she was going to be on TV. She did not know it was going to be like live and we were going to be standing outside just ready to go. And so she is a mama. She had three little kids and was one of the sweetest people that we've so met. Nice. And so genuine. Yeah. Genuine. So, 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 so sweet. And, and ironically her house wasn't even that bad. <laughs> Which let me tell you is something that was really worrying me because yes. with this being a surprise with our hot mess missions, we always, 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 prepare a lot beforehand, including photos and a walkthrough. So we know what we're getting ourselves into, how many volunteers we're going to need, how much time we're going to need, all of that. And here we're just kind of walking in blind. So we could have been walking into anything. Anything. Uh, What we walked into was a slightly messy home. (laughs) You know, it was, (laughs) it was a nice home. It wasn't, I, I, I have a hard time even just calling it messy because it wasn't. It really you know? wasn't. It was like, I mean, we did some laundry and some dishes and we're like, all right, I guess we're done. It really was. I mean, I, it, it was it, a perfect situation for what we were dealing with, I think. Absolutely. Especially with the timing, because, yeah. again, we had to get there at 530. So and a lot of us were coming from like an hour away. So the majority of us were up between 330 and four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, then after the surprise, you know, the, the surprise was us coming to clean. So we couldn't be yeah. like, surprise, we're here to help clean. And then the camera turns off and we're like, hey, thank you. <laughs> and we just leave. So- <laughs> Which is another thing that I thought was funny, because I think that that's what ABC thought we were going to do. They did. They asked <laughs> us several times if you are actually cleaning. Yeah, and- <laughs> they seemed surprised that we were actually going to stay and do the mission. And we're like. Well, yeah, that's kind of fucked up if we don't. It's, it's kind of horrible, actually, if we didn't. So, <laughs> cameras are off. I'm, li- I'm leaving. Sorry, right. bye, Mariah. Right. <laughs> um, and then Jen, Jen got to come to this mission. Jen Hamilton, who is uh, who founded Hot Mess, and so that was really exciting. 
Yeah, that was. I don't think she's been to a mission in a while. I think that she really enjoyed it, too. I think she did, too. I think she misses, you know, because she hasn't been able to because they're usually on the weekends and she's working. And so she's usually not able to make those ones. Um, But I think she was she was really glad to be there. And yeah, uh, yeah, and we were glad to have her there. So glad. It really, it really was. And then, so what we ended up doing was the goal was, cause we, like, like I said, we had been up for, for a very long time. So we knew that we couldn't commit to like what we normally do is like five, to six hours. And there was yeah. no, there was no way. So, um, oh, <laughs> filming stopped about nine ish. And then we got that house cleaned from nine 30 to noon. It was completely done. We had the whole house done. Yeah. Like walls wiped down and yes. everything that's Yeah. And it was a two-story home, so it wasn't yeah. just even a small home. I mean, it was a nice-sized home, but it, it was, was yeah. just in really great condition. It was a really great situation overall. It really, really was. Uh, and then at the end, when we, um, you know, when we were talking to her and and having her walk through and um, and see everything. Uh, we we continue to talk about like the need for for this right so yeah. this mom i mean she she is your typical i feel like just anybody you'd see walking down the street mom i mean she's a full-time working mom she has three kids she has a husband she lives in a just you know a normal house normal neighborhood but she is a transplant and so mm-hmm. she doesn't have a, she doesn't have that village Everyone always talks about it. We hear it constantly about how it takes a village. A village is required <laughs> yes. to survive, right? Uh, and none of us seem to have that. And so that was touched a lot with this uh, Good Morning America episode. It was touched a lot with Mariah just talking to us and everything. Um, and so we thought we could kind of continue that conversation here a little bit. Yes. Yes. Because that's how we got involved with Hot Mess. Absolutely. Because I mean, just it's, it's such a familiar feeling, you know, it I really think we've is. all dealt with it. I think so too. I, I really do. I think that if I, the main group of hot mess, the majority are transplants mm-hmm. and that is how we all kind of found each other because we're like somebody, I need somebody, I need a connection. I need to talk <laughs> to someone. I need like that relationship with someone where I can actually vent and I can actually Hey, I'm pretty messy and my life is kind of not together and I need to do that without feeling judged. Exactly. That's the part. Cause I mean, you can talk to, it's not the talking to people. There are plenty of people that you can talk to and that you can vent to, but who is going to listen to you and not have feelings about it? You know, exactly. I don't, <laughs> that, exactly. that's what I'm terrified of talking to other people about my mess because it's, it's usually never a good outcome. And that's why I think um, when I see all of these women nominating themselves for our help, I think it takes so much courage to do that because yes. mm-hmm. we say this all the time that, you know, I don't I don't know genuinely like I, if I could f- be comfortable enough letting people come in and do the things that we do. So I recognize that it is very courageous to do that because we Absolutely. we get in stuff. Like it's we, not surface. Yeah, we get into deep stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I feel the same way. I just don't know if I would let you guys in my drawers. You know? <laughs> I don't know if I'd let you in my pantry. <laughs> yeah, my pantry is uh, something else right now. I mean, honestly, like it's, you know, I go through it. And when I'm doing it, when I'm cleaning, when I'm organized, there is no, oh my gosh, I cannot believe. There's none of that in my head. Right. I genuinely like, just let's get this done. Let's help them out. Let's clean it up. Now, if roles were reversed, 
I would, I, yeah, no, mm -mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I think like, cause I'm like, you know, I had the pantry at Mariah's house and I pulled everything out of the pantry, you know, every single item. And I'm just like, I don't know if I could handle someone seeing everything we eat or everything we use. (laughs) I know. Well, and it's not only that, but you know, it's, it's like, what are you going to find when you pull that bucket out that I haven't pulled out in a year? <laughs> like, let's say you and I both don't know what's in there. So. Um, no. <laughs> uh, and then drawers, you know, because I mean, I put stuff like you're basically, I mean, what you're saying, I put stuff around. I don't remember where I put it. I don't know. Yeah. It could be something from like a really long time ago that I no longer associate with. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Or it could be something I still associate with, and I just don't want you to know that. (laughs) Oh, that, no, that's not mine. That's That's not mine. mine. Where'd they come from? Where'd they come from? Did you bring that? That that wasn't here, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's honestly, it does. It takes a lot of courage for them to do that. And it also, I think with the volunteers that we bring in, it takes a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they discretion and respect, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Because you might stumble upon something that, you know, you're pretty sure they didn't want you seeing. Right. But yes. it's not something we point out. It's not something we make obvious. Exactly. It's not something we judge them for. You know, we all have, we all have drawers and stuff with, with shit in it. You right. Know right. <laughs> Um, and I think that that's one of my favorite things about our group here in the, you know, in the triad is mm-hmm. that uh, we've been doing this for over two years now. And I can count on one hand the amount of bad volunteers that we've gotten in our group. And Honestly, yeah. And that's, I mean, I think that that's a beautiful thing. And I think that really shows the need that for us that's out there, you know. I think so too. I really, I really do. And it was a need that we had because, um, mm-hmm. like I said, that's how we found each other. We started, um, with hot mess and we didn't even talk for a really long time. We've talked about mm-hmm. that before. We didn't even talk yeah. for a really, a really long time because even in the group and knowing what we were about, like what the group was for and everything, you still, it, you still feel like, mm, am I going to be judged? Am I, you know? Right. Well, it took a little while before I could legitimately feel comfortable, you know, like, okay, so this is an actual thing because you just never know. You really don't. I mean, a lot of people say that they aren't judgmental and then they'll go and be very judgy. You know? Right. So, right. Yeah. And after you put your shit out there, there's nothing you can do about it. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I think that um, one of the things we started saying with Hot Mess is how uh, it takes a village, but, you know, now we're that village. And, and that's what's happened with hot mess for us. This is 1000% become my village. I finally feel that I, um, if anything were to happen like an emergency situation and I needed someone to call and and watch my kids or help me out in any way, I feel like I actually have that for once. And that is new. That is very new to me. Yeah. I mean, and I know that you're a transplant and I'm not, you know, I've always been in North Carolina, but that's, you know, it's new to me too. Yeah. I I mean, it doesn't take being a transplant because I mean, there's a lot, there was someone had just posted in one of the groups, the moms groups that were in talking about how they had recently cut off their family. Uh, Mm -hmm. That is a big thing too. I know a lot of people are finally recognizing that 
mental health is important and your family doesn't always help that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to make that hard decision and cut them off, but that leaves you very isolated. Exactly. So, yeah, so we're touch. we're going to touch more on, on that, on needing a village. Right. So, Mm -hmm few reasons there's so there's so many reasons I think it's just like a common phrase it takes a village but there's so much more depth right to that so why why do we need a village one of the reasons is that we aren't able to prioritize ourselves if we don't have any help if we don't have a village we never have the opportunity to prioritize prioritize our needs our mental health or anything because we don't have anyone to lean on right exactly and that specifically for instance, like with us, right? So our husbands are working all day and we're with the kids all day. And where is, where is the help? Where is the mom? Where is the aunt? Where is the cousin? Where's the friends? Where's the literally anybody during that whole day while your husband's working? Right. And it, you know, it used to be different. Um, I remember when I was growing up, I was with other family all the time. I was with my aunts. I went to my aunt's house. I was with my grandmother you know, there, I know that my mom had that village and it's just not there for me. You know, I can't just send my kids over to my brother's house. Uh, You know, my kids can't just go over to their grandparents' houses. It's not like that anymore. If we, if myself or even my husband want any kind of break at all, it has to, I mean, you, you got to plan way far in advance. I mean, a week in advance, most of the time you have to you know, what time are you leaving? What time are you coming back? Where exactly are you going? You know, Mm -hmm. how am I going to be able to get in touch with you? There's so many things that come into it. It's, it's almost not even worth it. It really, I I feel that for sure. I mean, even things like, I feel, you know, if, if we were to bring the kids anywhere, I mean, we would, we would plan like when they're little, you know, we would plan meals and stuff out. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be, it's not just like, Hey, here's my kid. Thank you so much. It is, it is a lot to it. And it is, it's like, okay, so I'm putting in all of this work and effort for like two hour, two hour break, you know, Yeah. then it becomes like, why even do it? Yeah. And most of the places I'm stressing the whole time about, you know, are my kids okay? Are they okay watching my kids? Right. Exactly. And then that puts an enormous amount of pressure on us because it's all on us. It's all yes. on us. You know, even though you might you might not have the village to come help, but you certainly do have the village to tell you what you should be doing, how you should do it better, uh, where you're going Absolutely. wrong. You have the, the village who judges you. There, there's a lot of that out there. <laughs> so the we pressure. We see that a lot. Yes. <laughs> we see that a lot with hot mess. You know, I think if you if you go and look at Jen's videos on TikTok, you can see how prevalent this is. Um, Now, a huge majority of the comments are, of course, nice and and encouraging, Mm -hmm. but you can go through and pick out and there are a lot of comments about, you know, how did her house get that bad to begin with? Or where's her partner? Why isn't anyone helping her? And you can see on in these videos shaming this woman. Yeah. And that's I mean, it's it's terrible to see. It's terrible. It is terrible. And it's shocking to me because honestly, at this point. Does no how does anybody not have someone who has fallen behind? Like yeah. you don't know anybody. You you don't know anybody who's just like life has has taken over and shit got got heavy and things fell behind and you just it, it's it gets to a point where you're so far behind you don't know how to catch up. 
And that is literally why we we started Hot Mess. (laughs) Right. I mean, I can't fathom as a parent how you don't go through a time period like that. You know? Absolutely. It, It doesn't make sense how... I just, if you were to tell me that, I wouldn't believe you. You know, yeah. I don't believe that there is a parent out there that's not struggled at some point. I just don't think it's possible. And I wonder if maybe those people leaving those comments have a village and they, they can't understand. <laughs> they can't relate. Right. Well, they've got their nanny in the back taking care of the kid right. while they're just typing <laughs> out their hate mess. <laughs> uh, it's either oh. that or they have no idea what's going on what the real world is because everybody's afraid to talk to them about their struggle. Exactly. I do think, I do think for sure there's a lot of women out there who portray someone who doesn't struggle and has their own secret struggles. And that is, that's unfortunate because that's been the case for decades, you know, I mean, years and years and years. That's what women yeah. have done. Everything's fine. My house is clean. My children are smiling. My husband is happy. We are perfect, like happy, happy, happy. Uh, and then it wasn't until very recently where people were like, mm, are we though? <laughs> right. Well, and that's another thing that I'm super thankful for, for hot mess, because on social media, I used to be that person where I'm not showing you a picture of my house unless it's cleaned up a little bit you know yeah. I would go and clean up an area to prep it for a photo yeah and I don't do that anymore if you see photos of my girls during the day in our house you're gonna see everything naturally around them and it's usually not great exactly and that's what people need to see because that is just reality and every time we go into these hot mess houses um it is just a reminder like yep this is this is life this is what happens this is just normal yeah just yeah I mean And it's so funny because we go into these houses and they are apologizing over and over. And it's just like Mariah, you know, when she was like, it's such a big mess. And I am honestly sitting there trying to tell her, please, your house is, is wonderful compared to what mine looks like right now. And it, but it is like a breath of fresh air. You know, you don't, you don't have to be embarrassed about it. It's nice. It's so comforting to see that this is just how people live. You know, it's not just you, it's, it's everybody. Exactly. Uh, One of the things that I always recognize with every mission, every mom or woman that we have helped, they always feel the need to explain how their house is like, why their house is like this, how it got to this point. They feel the need to explain the mess. And Mm -hmm. we are always so quick to, to stop that. Like we don't, you don't have to explain it. I don't need to know it. I'm sure there is something you, you, you struggled. That's why we all struggled. So yeah, yeah, we try and and stop that because I don't want them to feel like they have to be like, Oh, it's because of this and this. And I, you know, but they do every single time they always want to explain like that pile and that, that, you know, drawer, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And and I I I get it. Yeah. I I mean, I can say if you were to come (laughs) into my house, I would do the same thing. I would feel the need to explain my messes also, but you know, it just, it doesn't, it's just, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't need it doesn't need to ex- be explained. Um, another thing that uh, comes with not having that village is you lose that like feeling of security and safety. Mm-hmm. So we had kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. But for for me, this is that's kind of what I was explaining is the first time I feel like I have that security. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a lot of times when I was in like Colorado or um, California and I was super isolated. And, you know, a lot of times I have those thoughts like, if something happened to the kids, to the house, to me, 
to my husband what who yeah yeah what would you do i mean there's nothing there was no one there's just no one and it was that's such a scary feeling yeah it really is you know um i don't know if you'll want to leave this in here or not but it's just like the other day when finn hurt his head yes if coon wouldn't have been home what would you have done exactly exactly he um yes we can absolutely um finn uh finn 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 he of course it was finn (laughs) of course it was finn (laughs) if you ever listen to this podcast you're not surprised um he got oh him and his siblings were fighting in the morning and he ended up slicing his forehead right near the temple like super super deep and uh of course it was right before our hot mess board meeting and i was in like this mad dash to get out the door and he's just gushing blood and we're trying to decide if he needs stitches or not um and for the first time ever since having kids i had my dad to call and i yeah. i call i i could called him and we were trying to see like what what to do if maybe um you know he needed to stay with our other two so my husband could take finn to the doctor we have never had that option and it was it was like i enjoyed it <laughs> and yeah i mean it's it's again just so comforting to know that if if push came to shove and he did need to go that you had options it's yeah. so scary to feel like you have no options it's like um you know, the idea of a village is like a safety net. Mm-hmm. And it's also the idea too. I mean, this is, this is more depressing, but on the other side of things, um, you know, if anything happened to me or Coon, yeah. where, where are my kids going? Exactly. I mean, to be a parent and not feel confident in who would raise your children if something God forbid happened to you is a horrible feeling. And it's something that you feel it for a long, like in the pit of your stomach, you know, because I mean, what do you do? Uh, So are you sending your kids to my house or are we bringing the kids to your house to live? Well, if you guys pass away, then that would, that would mean that they would, they would come here. Um, And then if we pass away, mine would have to go to you. Um, I I think we would probably just come to your house. Oh yeah. You could just live here. That's fine. I mean, you would have no say that I'm telling you, that's what we would do. Your house is just more open concept. And with six kids, I feel like I'm going to need open concept. I feel um, like you're handling this conversation real well. <laughs> because that not, is because in not, my mind, you are unperishable. Not, <laughs> only, was... not, not only in this scenario, have you taken on three more children, but you have lost your best friend village. <laughs> I didn't even think about you being dead. That would suck. <laughs> like, who are you complaining to about these damn children? <laughs> I need to think this through. I don't know that you can do that. Yeah, I don't new know plan. Don't die. Do oh, so sorry. I may die. Yeah, uh, no, that's not. You allowed. may not. <laughs> no, thank you. No, no, thank you. Uh, that is that. That's the safety net, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But honestly, it is true. I I mean, you hate to think about things like that, but who, who are your kids going to go to? You know, exactly. you don't want them to end up with strangers. You don't. And not even, not even just strangers, but like people you just don't want raising your kids. Maybe that family yeah. that you cut off for exactly. a valid reason, you know, yeah. um, you they're just because I know 
people doesn't mean I want them raising my kids. And That's extremely true. Yeah. <laughs> and you want people who know your kids, who mm-hmm. have like seen them grow up and know them. And the only yeah. people who can do that is, a, is your village. So if you don't right. have that, you're, you know, I, even if you do have someone you're like, okay, they'll probably be fine there. They don't know your kids and that's, you know, so all that yeah. stuff goes on in your head as a mom. It's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So then another one I wanted to talk about that I had when I was kind of researching this and, and everything, this one came up. I thought this was so interesting. I'd never thought about it, but when you don't have your built in village, you mm-hmm. are forced to create that village and when do you do that? During the times you need it. So during like the most stressful times of your life, you're actively seeking, trying to build a village. Yeah. How hard is that? <laughs> you know? Well, it's, I, I think that you could, there's a difference in your village and then people who are around and, you know, could probably help. Exactly. I, you know, there are, I can think of, a handful of people who I could call on and they would maybe be available, mm-hmm. but not that I would consider my village, not, not that safety yep. feeling. Um, and I think that that's, that's even scarier. I think so too. I mean, just like anybody, when I think of a village, I mean, like I, like for you, if you came over to watch the kids, like I, I would be okay. I would feel confident in that and I can actually go out and enjoy and then yeah. on top of that I would come back and you wouldn't make me feel guilty or bad or that exactly hold this over me that you did me this favor because that's not when I think of a village it's just hey I'm gonna help you when you need it and you're gonna help me when I need it and that's just how this works yeah no strings it just exactly and so when you're forced, like when you, the times I think of when you're seeking a village, right? So after you give birth or um, have a, you know, bring a baby into the home, that is probably one of the most stressful, chaotic, just holy shit, what is happening moments, especially the first. Yes. And when you are, you're like, oh shoot, like I need, I need mom friends. I, I need people who get me, who can relate to this. So you're like seeking out this village while you're drowning, you know? Um, or like if your marriage, if you're having problems in your marriage, you're Mm -hmm. feeling lonely, you're isolated at home, you know, you're seeking that village. You're looking for those friends. You're looking for people to, um, to vent to and like bounce things off of and make you feel not crazy and that kind of stuff. But you're already in that place and then you start looking. So I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. And the last one that we're going to talk about tonight and not having a village really leads to depression, anxiety, feeling isolated, and it can really leave you feeling very unseen. Yeah. And that's the exact reason why I think both of us um, joined Hot Masses. That, you know, I've said it a million times. I was in an extremely dark place. I was so depressed. I had, I mean, I just had no hobbies. I had no, I mean, I have friends, but not, um, I had the kind of friends that you talk to through text, you know, right. you see every once in a while. And I just, um, and really that was just Lisa. Yes. <laughs> I had friends. I was going to just say, so you had friends. <laughs> I had friends, you know, and it, that's nothing against Lisa, but she just lives so far away from me. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a, extremely depressing. It's so, it's 
the loneliest I have ever been in my entire life, which is ironic because it was, I had, you know, two children and another on the way and I'm married, but it's still, I've never felt so lonely. And I think that it's just, you know, your identity gets pulled from you and you have no one around you who can make you feel whole, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it was, it's, it's just such a lonely feeling and joining hot mess. And then I got my village and, and I feel, you know, I mean, it was not a complete 180, but it's, it's getting there. Yeah. I mean, you feel, I, I feel, I should say, but I imagine you feel this cause we've talked about it, but like, I feel seen, I feel normal. I yeah. feel uh, confident. I yeah. feel um, more self-aware, more self-assured it honestly surrounding myself with a non-judgmental caring group of women mm-hmm. has just improved my mental health so much. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to even put into words how it meaningful, is. you know, this group has been to my life. It's, I mean, it really has just been a complete game changer. It really has. I mean, in this when I was saying, you know, feeling unseen. I think that's yeah. the that's like the biggest one to me, uh, because yeah. when you can't compare yourself, when you don't see it around you. Right. Like I see you. I call yeah. you and your kids are screaming in the background and you're like <laughs> enough, you know, and you're like, oh, my gosh, these kids. That makes me feel like, yeah, no, okay, that's normal. That's that's just life. That's motherhood. You know, we're all and dealing with it. You feel better. And it's, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's a relieving feeling when they're screaming and it's your name that's popping up. Cause I'm like, okay, I can answer this right now. Right. And she'll be fine until they finish <laughs> screaming. But it's like, even someone like my mother-in-law or my mom or, you know, anybody like that, I feel the need to walk away and get away from that situation. I'm like, oh no, I don't want them to see that side of what's right. going on over here. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> It's just, it's not that comforting feeling. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, it's the same over here. We have the dogs barking, the kids screaming. And then I'm always just like, hold on a second. Yeah. You know, as I scream at the kids and all this and tell the dogs to shut up. (laughs) Because that's my reality, man. This is what I live in. This is what I live in. So there it is. When you're living it by yourself, you are constantly wondering, like, what is wrong with me? No one else does this. No one else feels this way and experience like, why is my family so difficult? No, it's all families. It's it's just every family. It's everyone. And if you don't have people around you living and sharing and being open and honest about their life and their situation, if you don't have that, then you you feel it's all you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have lots more to talk about on this, and I would really love to continue this conversation in our next full episode. So we were, we're definitely going to. There's much more to say on this. And that is going to be it for Girls Night. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you're interested in checking out us on Good Morning America for the segment they did on Hot Mess Express, uh, I will put that link in the description below. It was very exciting. Uh, We're so excited for everything it's doing for Hot Mess. And I always um, include Hot Mess Express info in the description as well. So if you want to check us out, definitely find it. We are nationwide and uh, we would love, we would love for you to, to join and yeah so find us on all the socials at girl same the podcast or girl same the podcast at gmail.com and don't forget nobody really has their shit together as much as we think and that is important for the moms without a village 
if yeah. you aren't seeing it, if it's not right in front of your face, I promise you, we are all, we are all struggling out here in these streets. So yes, we are. you are not alone. <laughs> Come hang out with us every Monday. Bye. Bye. Girl. 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 Same.